Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This week, it's all about football's biggest stage. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen, online at warrenallen.com. Super Week with Isaac and Sue on 1080. Whoa, baby, it feels good, man. The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What up, soy boy? <laughs> That's right, you got me. You little bitch. That's right. Officially, Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Like the first thirty seconds, but I got a. Uh, you came in. You came in right over the top. You got new glasses, and now you're feeling all yeah. bold. I do like the glasses, though. He's Thank sassy. You. I yeah. got to tee you up. They are sassy. You got you sassy old broad. You Look at those suckers. I got to tee you up for your big uh, reveal. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know if it's a big reveal, but I I thought you would enjoy it. I uh, oh, I did very much. Yeah, I, I I you know I believe the masses will enjoy it as well. Yeah, so I was uh, I was leaving uh, jujitsu uh, this afternoon uh, on my way to the the station, and uh, I'm pulling out of the uh, the parking lot there, and I notice that there's something on the the window of my car, and I was like, oh, I'm like, what's that? And I thought, God, did someone hit me or something? Because it didn't look like a parking ticket. So I was like, God, I hope no one clipped me and left a note or whatever. So I pulled over because I it was like I wasn't certain what certain what it was. So I pulled over and grabbed it. And uh no, it's it's no one hit my car, but they, they did want to inform me, uh, nice park job, you electric driving soy boy. <laughs> that is so great. Yeah. So whoever wrote this on the Robert A. Emmy Company, representatives of manufacturers of quality electrical products. I don't know if you work there or not, but uh thank you for your lovely note and uh I'm sorry that we didn't get a chance to discuss my non-dairy uh, choices in my life, but thank you for your your nice note. Well, you are notoriously a bad parker. You've been caught multiple times. I have been caught parking poorly. Yeah, yeah. So this is, I mean, look, it was it was only a matter of time before you got a note. <laughs> but I just love the soy boy commentary from. I mean, clearly a guy who drives a truck. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, and that's and, and little does he know. An insurrectionist drives that electric car. Exactly. I feel like if One he just, of his. if he could have seen me coming out, we could have bonded. But maybe I just, you know, the electric car was a bridge too far for him. He just wasn't. He wasn't going to be happy. God, that's so great. I am. I am sad a little bit that I didn't get to. I. I would have loved him to be placing the note when I was walking. Like out. turning around right as he uh, walks away. He's right like, as you hey, walk man, up to the car. It's a sweet note. Right. Thank He's you. He's this little geek. <laughs> He's this little dork analytics truck. guy. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, sorry, sir. I just it made my day. I, I got a little I got a little chuckle out of it. So uh, I love that. You know, thank you. Whoever I love that for you. Thank you, whoever wrote that. And quite frankly, I didn't even see the park job. You probably deserved it. 
Now, to be fair, I, I will admit, uh, I'm not the world's greatest parker. I can be a little haphazard with my parking. Yeah. You um, should probably work on that. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. But It annoys a lot of people. Here's the, here's the thing. Well, there, there's only three parking spots in front of my gym. It's in an industrial kind of complex. And you took two of them? No, no. There was there was one open spot. I mean, you're not a double parker. No, right? I'm not a double parker. I just can, you know, I, I ride a line sometimes. And the problem is it's, it's, it's right by like a postal like sorting facility, right? So there's three parking spots in front of my gym. And then if you park on the, the far right one, it's right by a big bay door where people would come in with like a big like 18-wheeler to drop off mail. Like it's a mail sorting place. It's not a post office. It's a sorting facility. And so there are big trucks coming in and out. But I didn't. you don't really think about it because there's no parking spot to the right of you. It's just a big open bay door. And there it's, it's a big area. And so I, I guess, you know, I wasn't over the line. Maybe I was on the line. But clearly whoever was delivering... That truck of mail did not like one my choice of vehicles and two, he thought that I was uh, he thought that I was a little too far over. But in my logic, I would rather be too far to the right where there was nothing there. Whereas if I go too far to the left, there was someone else in my gym who had a big like Toyota truck, and so I didn't want them. I didn't want to park close to them, so I chose to maybe go more to the right. Over the line! Thus necessitating the electric driving soy boy. But I like the, you know, that he's insulting my choice of vehicles. Well, he said nice. Maybe he liked your park job. Is that what it is? Yeah, maybe he's just applauding. Why are we assuming that, that he's is being true. an ass? Yeah. Maybe he thought, you know what? That is a great parking it's job. It's possible. Have you ever had your depth perception checked? Uh, because, like, if you always park on the right, you know how, like, well, you drove in, in Europe. Yes. Right? You know how it's it's kind of weird when you drive on the right? Yeah. Like, you're, the steering wheel is on the right side of the car. Mm-hmm. And so everything on the left looks, because we're so used to driving on the left side of the car. Yeah. Everything on the left, when you're driving on the right, looks really close. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like a depth perception thing. Yeah. Like, some people, yeah, it's just harder for, like, for them to get close to the curb, you mm-hmm. know? They just can't feel that depth. Maybe you have one of those uh, issues if you always park on the right. I think what happens is is uh, I you just don't care. Well, no, it's just I tend to park right because it's always just me in the car, and so I like to give myself a lot of room to get out of the car. You know, I, I don't. I always side with going more to the right. That way, hmm. the person to the left of me does. I, I just see, have I'm, more room to get out. I'm a little bit obsessed with trying to get into the middle of the spot. I see. I'm I'm just a right parker. I'm not over the line. But I will say that I I am a right yeah. side of the uh, I'm a right side of the line because you called me out the other day. Yeah, but to be that fair, that was a terrible part. Was I over the line? No, I think you were. I was not. Larry David calls a pig parker. I even went out <laughs> that day that you called me out, and I looked. I was not over the line. Now over I'm, the line! I'm right there. My tires are right touch, almost touching the line. But no, I was in yeah, my spot. I think you were. Well, the other thing about that park job was the front. You, it was almost angled. Yeah. You you, no, you the, didn't pull all the way in. Nah, I cut the angle. The front right was, yeah, yeah. yeah it was bad. <laughs> Look, it was bad. Like, but, I'm not going to say that I'm the world's most conscientious parker, but, you know. Well, I, there's nothing worse than double park guy. I'm not double park guy. And double park guy, if this is you, if you're listening, you're a piece of crap. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You are. That is. You're a piece of crap. It's a bridge too far. Like, that's, that's just... 
that says everything I need to know about you mm-hmm. in one move. You don't need to say another word. Yeah. We will never be friends yeah. because you're too selfish. It's a valid point. It's a valid it. point. That's it. And look, your world, buddy. Two parking spots. Get out of here with that. And I can tell. I can admit freely that I am not the world's most uh, focused parker, but I am not a double parker. Well, we need you to be. We need you to be more focused. Hmm. I also tend to park. I, I'm not a close parker in that I tend. I don't like door dings. Uh, I tend to park away from people, and that probably also lends itself to me being a little sloppy with my parking, because I'm I. I'm never the guy that looks for the closest parking spot. I always park away and you know, I walk. I guess it's it matters what car you drive mm-hmm. and like if you're a car person. I the door ding thing or just random things dents or whatever that show up on your car. Yeah. Do not bother me in the least. Yeah. Particularly well, because I live in the city. Well, my wife flip side. I mean, she will notice every little thing mm. and be outraged about Every little thing, and it's like, yeah. I'm always like, well, yeah. you know, she thinks I'm not supporting her, which I'm not. <laughs> in that, it's you know, look, this happens to cars. Like we live in a city, we park yeah. in tight parking places. Yeah. We have rocks in our driveway. You know, it's like it's it's uh, well, it's not a huge to me. It's just not a huge deal. Well, I am a car leaser. Uh, yeah. my, and that matters. And that matters because yeah. when you know, if I get a door ding or I get a fender bender or rock chips or whatever, when I go to to turn my car back in. Uh, I'm responsible for that. So I, I will say, cause we own the Bronco and I, I do take more liberties with my Bronco than I do with, with my, my least Mustang. Cause again, I just, it, it sucks when you go to turn in a car and you have to write a check for door dings and rock chips and stuff like that. So, but if you don't like this guy's right on the Vancouver Ford text line, if you don't like door dings, you're going to get hit if you, uh, from the car on your right. But again, if you park too far. On the- but, but this is my point is I, I park away from people. Like yeah. when, when you said the other day, my park job, there was no one near me. Well, the problem is someone had to park next to you. No, they didn't. Yeah. No one parked next no, to you. They didn't. No. I was next to you. No, you were one over from me. Oh, was I? Yeah. Because you, yeah. Well, I parked this, the second one over. <laughs> Because you were too far into the one, two over to the left. My point is, there's but like, you're right. No, nobody no. did parking between us. No, you're right. There was like, but f- if they had to, they there probably would have been a note. That's true. And it probably would have said something <laughs> about a soy boy. Okay. The other theory about this guy is that he doesn't even care about the park job. He just doesn't like EVs. He's one of those guys. But he works for he probably works for this electric company. And isn't it interesting that you work for an electrical uh, products manufacturer, but you don't like EVs? <laughs> Well, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> maybe he know. got some free stationery. It's possible. But he, you know, I I hope he's listening. I do. <laughs> I And he would never, a guy like that is never going to be like, oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Bitch, get over here. <laughs> I'm going to fight you because you're part. Like, he wouldn't have never, he would have never said any of that to your face. No. So I just, I just really want him to be listening right now because it's a, there's a good chance he's one of our guys. It's possible. You know, and he doesn't know that you drive a, a, Blue elect <laughs> a light blue electric vehicle with pink sparklers on it. That is true. He doesn't know that. No, he does not. So <laughs> it is a very bright blue. It's an electric Mustang, and it is a uh, big souk. It's a very bright, flamboyant blue car. It's not on brand. No, it is not. It is not. So that is that is definitely uh, that. And it's funny because the the day before, as I was leaving, same gym, right? Uh, I was leaving, and I got the big uh, uh, from an eighteen wheeler, and I was like, oh, and I looked over and it was a, a truck driver there and he was like, Sook. So I, I walked over to him. I was getting in my car and I was like, oh, hey, man. He's like, I love the show. 
And I was like, thanks, man. I was like, it's nice meeting you. He goes, oh, we've met somewhere before. And I was like, oh, at a station van or whatever? And he goes, no, nah, Club 205. And I was like, all right, man. <laughs> That's a strip club for That's those. Strip club. Uh, so we fist bumped. So my, to, the day before, to my man Chris out there driving the big 18-wheeler out there in Clackamas. Love you, man. And thank you for not what leaving if, a note on my car. What if that's Chris? What if it's Chris? <laughs> Did he see what you were driving? Yeah, because after we, after I said, you know, he 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 honked at me while I was getting in my car. I walked over, said hi, and then got you back know, in my car. That might be from Chris, and he's probably just joking. <laughs> you know? I don't know. If you think about it? Wouldn't he? I, I would think that he would have signed that. You know, yeah, maybe. I think he would have put his name, or he knew this was going to be a bit. It's possible, and we'd kill two segments on it. <laughs> and he wanted to be, he wanted to be the source of that. Well, so he didn't sign it. Chris, if you're out there, buddy, uh, I appreciate that. Thanks there. for the note. Driving that big rig and 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 leaving the note for and me. He definitely is a soy boy. <laughs> We've all thought that for years. I just enjoyed that. Of all the places, I, I was like, oh, we met. We met at a golf tournament, or did we meet at a restaurant. Nah, man. No, no. Nah. Club two hundred five. Five. He's like, I bought you a white Russian. I said, and I appreciate that. With Mike Riley, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. big show. Big, big show. It's Thursday. Uh, Ryan Buckley's over there, everybody. Ryan Buckley. He's back. Two Hi. days in a row. Starting a yeah. new streak. I'm back two days in a row. Starting a new streak. Yeah. Um, we were wondering yesterday why the Niners are favored in the Super Bowl. You know. I am confused. I'm still wondering. Well, Hugh uh, Alfield's going to come on. He's a bookmaker, so yeah. he's going to tell us what's up. Yeah. 3.30. Well, again, it just uh, anytime visit. anytime it feels like everyone's going to one side. I, I'm thinking about laying some some cash on the Niners. Yeah, I'm gonna just, hedge out. I, I just again the last time I felt it, I, it was the Baltimore game. Niners I, by fifty. I just had it. Everything in my body was telling me that there's no way the Ravens lose this game, and that's what I'm feeling about the Chiefs. So what I've well, learned is my intuition is crap. And uh, yeah, go Niners. Hugh is going to join us. He's from Alan A. He will join us at three thirty for his uh, final uh, football betting hit of the uh, season. Uh, but up next, the N- NBA trade deadline has come and passed. <laughs> hey, Blazers wheeling and dealing. Blazers did make a move. We were finally waiting for them to go all in with their chips, and I, to that lake. I think they did it. i tell you what. One word. Upside. <laughs> it's, it's the key. Length. We'll get to that next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Hugh Offill from uh, Alien A will join us next for the final Hugh Betcha of the football season. Uh, but first, NBA trade deadline. Uh, that is our uh, poll question today. It is brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. It is located on X at 1080. The fan just put it up there. Which often traded player moved again today deserves it the least? <laughs> it's the same dudes. Yes. They're always getting traded. <laughs> Seth Curry, Dennis Schroeder, Kelly Olenek, or Patrick Beverly. All a bunch of little trade bitches. Well, and the Morris brothers. Anytime, if you want to know if the Morrises are still in the Didn't NBA. Didn't even make the list. I feel like Gordon Hayward could be in there, too. Yeah, he Hayward. today again, too. Yeah. Just, just tune into the trade deadline, and you'd be like, oh, one of the Morris twins is still there. That makes sense. So the four guys on this list have been traded a total of 20 times. Yeah. I feel like it's Schroeder, who's actually a really yeah. nice player. I agree. I mean... that That's who would get my vote. None of those are bad guys, see, but... See, Beverly, I can see, because well, he's like a hired gun, and he's kind of wears out his welcome, and he's annoying. Yeah, and now he's going to a place that, you know, the, the <laughs> second-best player on the team absolutely despises him and had to release a statement saying, yeah, he's an <laughs> ass, and I hate him, but we're trying to win a championship. If you don't know, him and Dame, not on yeah. the best of terms, but Dame had to release a statement saying that... All that stuff aside, A, we're trying to win. And Beverly's one of those guys that you probably, like, he is one of the most hated guys in the NBA, but when he's on your team, you you tolerate him. Well, yeah, you tolerate him. He He's he's a gnat, yeah. and you love guys like that. Now, Lillard, so he does go to the Bucks, yeah. and Lillard said, quote, there aren't many players that bring it on, uh, that bring it on the nightly like him. Yeah. Our past personal issues don't trump the opportunity to win the championship, end quote. Hmm. So he hates him, but he's yeah. like, ah, fine. Yeah, you put up with him. He's and... better than me defensively, so <laughs> that's good. Um, I, I would agree with you. I think it's uh, I think it's Schroeder. I think he's a nice little player, but he yeah. gets dealt again. Yeah, at least with with Hayward's hell, I've a... lost track of where he got dealt to. Hayward's a nice player too, but he's just hurt all the time, and so we know uh, that he will get hurt. Hayward uh, went to the Thunder. Yeah, which by the way, Oklahoma City. Yeah, like. They have like 8 million picks. How did they not even have to give up a pick to go get a guy that when he's healthy will give you, you know, 15 and 7? That's a nice it's a nice get for them. So the Hornets got Trey Manns and is it Davis Bertans? Yeah, something like that. I think it's Davis, but yeah. Davis Bertans. Well, and Mann was like the number 18 overall pick, but he's he's fallen out of favor. He doesn't play there, but with all those picks, you couldn't squeeze you know, the, the the key is now, like, everyone gets traded for, like, nine second-round picks. Like, you couldn't squeeze, like, a second-rounder out of Oklahoma City? It, it is so weird how many second-round picks get traded. Yeah. Well, I guess, as if they mean something. Well, I guess, in t like, with, with the, the, the new CBA, you know, th there is something to being able to fill out, you know, fill out rosters with cheap second-round picks that it, you can kind of move around. So, I mean, that's become an asset. You know, it's harder in the buyout market now, and... You know, there's punitive things. It, it, they've made it harder to go out and, and, and do deals. 
So uh, what else? Hornets also sent P.J. Washington to the Mavericks yeah. for Seth Curry, Grant Williams, and a first. That seems pricey, but okay. Uh, Schroeder uh, goes from Toronto to the Nets for Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, and he's going to get waived. And so he'll be in the buyout market, and they're saying that he will probably be the, for a contender, that's probably the best thing that's going to be available out on the, well, and the, there's the buyout another, market. There's another guy. Yeah. The guy nice, gets always traded. Yeah, nice player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blazers made a deal today, guys. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and to be fair, well, I, I guess I'm, I'm not going to be fair. Fair to who? Well, the, the Blazer fan, obviously, there there's two camps here. That, that are waiting for them to go all in with the the, the chips. And so I, I, I saw plenty of Blazer fans that were pissed off that nothing really happened. And then others that were like, what did you want him to do? But uh, by all accounts, Brogdon had as much interest as anyone on the, the, the trade market. Multiple reports saying that there were, you know, a, a eight to ten teams that all had interest in Brogdon. But the problem was the Blazers had a very expensive price tag and no one wanted to meet it. So... You know, here we go with Sharp being out. You don't have to worry about minutes, and you know that I think the the idea is that this draft, um, the Blazers already have two picks in it. They don't really want a third, and they feel like in the summertime that they'll be able to to get another uh, an asset or a better asset for it. And the other one too is Brogdon doesn't appear to not want to be here. It's it's odd that a guy who is used to contending for titles has won a Six Man of the Year award. By all accounts, he just keeps saying how happy he is in Portland. So you don't have a malcontent. But then it's not like making a move now helps you. You're not trying to do anything. You're not trying to win games. So I get why they didn't do it. I just think it's a it's another deadline where you know Blazer fans are are, are tired of inactivity. I think it's frustrating for him, but I understand well, why they didn't do it. I'll see your inactivity and raise you a Delano Bandon. <laughs> Did, Did I get that right? Banton, yeah. Banton? Yeah. Did anyone know who he was before today? Golf's on my mind. I didn't. I had to look him up. He's got cool dreads. Yeah, he has big... long hair. He's He's got some length. He, Blazers. Uh, so he's 24, a, he... 24 appearances this year, 2.3 points per game, a rebound <laughs> and a half. Averages about seven minutes in his appearance. So he'll get you a bucket in seven minutes. So yeah. what I he was... He played in Boston. Yeah. The Blazers sent a second-round pick that's protected. Protected, be... that's key. Uh heavily protected. Yeah, because it's got to be like 55 or, or worse or something. There ain't going to be no buddy-buddy so, stuff. Not even we're talking about. But uh, he can't shoot or play defense, but he's got cool dreads. Yeah, my understanding is he's a poor man's Ben Simmons. And I'm not certain and that's, what... that's... Whoa, uh, whoa, yeah. whoa, Ben Simmons is a poor man's Ben Simmons. Right. So. No, no. He is a, oh, poor, ma- he's no. a poor man's Ben Simmons. That, you're giving him far too much credit. <laughs> but, well, you know, that... ah, he didn't play in Boston. Maybe in Portland they'll pull the shoot... Uh, later in the season and get him some minutes and he'll wow people with his dunks and then get cut. I swear to God, if you want me to lose it, if that son of a bitch right there is the reason why they win 29 games, <laughs> watch me lose my ass. You know who's going to oh, be we're the... gonna put a... <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you the if, things we would have to do, but it, Delano it, Banton might be in trouble if, if he starts contributing. If we get to the what? final week of the season and that dude just goes wild, like they just pull the shit on everything, but he goes nuts and is then responsible for like two wins to get him to 29, I may commit crimes. Well, it's not going to be that guy. But I do think it might be Brogdon. Because the Blazers have just enough veterans to scare you to 29 wins. Yeah, and they're playing better. So they're they're probably going to have to really pull the shoot like you know like I'm hoping uh, so shut down Simons yeah. and well and that's that's Jeremy where Grant. that's where some of us uh, on this show two thirds of us we're counting on because but they don't want a draft pick. 
as the season, but they're getting. I mean, they do, but they don't want. I don't. Are they going to tank? There's no reason for them to win games. As we get down the stretch, there's no reason. None. You know, you're you're not going to catch the truly awful teams in the league. You can with the loss tonight. Oh, you're not catching the Detroit Pistons. Hey. They got seven wins. Starts tonight. Hey, by the way, the Pistons, the red hot Pistons. Yeah, they won last night. They won. They beat Sacramento. If they win again tonight. Buck comes over to me today. We're sitting down there getting ready for the show, and he goes, Boy, it sure would be nice if uh, we could get one tonight. Oh, it'd be so and, juicy. And we knew right away. You mean where, a loss? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we if were we could walk in a loss to Detroit. Yeah. That would be when, when he says it'd be nice if we can get one, <laughs> we didn't need anything else. We both locked eyes and we knew what we were talking about there. You guys are sweating this and I love it. <laughs> I saw uh, Twitter was go having some fun because the Sacramento Kings tried to troll the Pistons by just replaying the off the face mask interception that helped down Detroit in the playoffs, and they just did that for the entire starting five announcement, and then they got their butts kicked at home by the Pistons. Yeah, they kind of kicked their ass, right? That's right. I mean, not that I watched it. but The it, red hot. Yeah. Detroit. Look out tonight. Jaden Ivey had 37. And uh, Scoot's questionable, and... Aiton. Yeah. I'm so, going to that lake. So, you know... Maybe he's at the lake. We'll see what happens. Look, all I'm saying is that if someone ends up with some back tightness, Malcolm Brogdon... And you need to take some games off. I, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm just just saying. Like, let's not let's not be heroes here. Development and health. That's the key to the remainder of the season. All right. To tee up uh, Hugh, Super Bowl talk next segment. Uh, yesterday's poll question was, which unit is more worrisome, worrisome i.e. could struggle in the super big sports game? Uh, 59% said the Niners' defense. 41% said the Chiefs' offense. Mm. So, well, and neither one has been, you know, necessarily lights out. So, I will say this: to me, it's clear that the best unit in the game is the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Well, why are the Niners favored? This is a question we've been asking. Uh, Hugh runs the sports book up at uh, Alan A, and he'll join us next for a segment we like to call Hugh Betcha. But first, Buckley with Sports Center. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, let's talk Super Bowl. Finally, kind of close to it. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple days. I've been, I, I like to avoid watching much talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, particularly last week and some early in this week, so that I can really have fun with it like the last three days of the, you know? Yeah, so it doesn't get overblown. Yeah, I, I, I haven't blown. Actually, haven't listened to it. And you know, you and I haven't talked a, a ton about it yet. We, no. we started some in uh, yesterday, and one of our things was why the hell are the Niners favored? It doesn't seem like they should be. Uh, here is Hugh Offill from Alan A. He joins us for Hugh Betcha, and he's an odds maker. So, uh, Doctors. Hugh, why are the Niners favored? Uh, you got me. I mean, I had it. I had probably the game at a pick. I mean, just because they, 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 the teams have been the way that they are. I most, you know, I I thought through, you know, and looked at some of the numbers we have. It's about dead flat footed even right now. There isn't, you know, uh, money on one side or the other. It's it's hmm. almost even. Just making a little bit, you know, maybe you take into the, the I don't know the West Coast being there that make them a two point favorite. Like I said, I made it about a pick them and then see where it goes where the public takes it. Is it is it true that odds makers really don't look at recent performance? You know, they just they just run the numbers, right? Based on the season is the, is that something that could be a factor here? It, 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 run the numbers, you can sometimes take into consideration that if somebody, you know, the, the way the playoffs have gone, it gone, if a certain team has played a certain way in the playoffs or matchups that they have had previously common opponents, you can put that into there. But typically, you know, once it comes to the playoffs and it's in its go time, you're pretty much going to use your straight numbers to what you're going to come up for a spread. Yeah, so you're just talking about like season long analytics and and all that because that's the part that throws me a little bit. Just as as a as an analyst, I'm not a, obviously any kind of odds maker, but like I don't care what happens in the first eight weeks of the season. To me, these are totally right. different teams. So when you are making a line, how far back do you go? I, you know, I might go, I might go back six weeks, yeah. but typically once the playoffs start, that's when I'm really going to focus on it because if you know you look into some of those weeks toward the end of the year, and if they've already clinched a playoff spot, and if anything that they want to work on, if the win or the loss, look, you're going to have to beat who's ever in front of you once you know that you're going to the playoffs. So little things that you can work on. Are you playing an NFC team or an AFC? Whatever the case is, if you're playing somebody that's not going to be hurt you anyway in the standings you know you're going to the playoffs get things right because once that playoff what first playoff game starts once the wild card starts that's when you're going to be able to look and see how are your matchups what are you going to be doing how is the team going to do in terms of that that's about you, you don't want to take too much of the regular season because you know saw teams both of these teams you know they got they got played really well and then they went into the the dumpster and they didn't play well at all and now they're back up to where they wanted to be made the playoffs and they you know get to the Super Bowl. If there is regression for one of these two teams, what do you think is more likely uh considering the opponent? Would it be the Chiefs re- regressing back to more like they were uh through much of the season or would it be the Niners maybe maybe playing better than they have so far in the playoffs? Uh defensively I think the 49ers have not played better. Uh the Chiefs have played better defensively then I think they actually get credit for, and that's not being a homer. That's just being, you know, just looking at what you, what your, the eye test and some of the number tests. Um, 
like I said, in the first two games, the way that the way that Green Bay and the way Detroit ran the ball on San Francisco, that to me would be a concern, because if you know Pacheco goes out there and runs and his hair's on fire, he runs just angry all the time, and and there's a there's a lot of that would be a worry if I was San Francisco because they've given up such a, an amount of rushing yards, and if you start uh, leaning toward well, I'm going to defend the run, Mahomes will kill you. So you think it's more likely that the that if if one is going to regret one is going to change how they've been playing, it's more likely to be the Chiefs, maybe. Yeah, I, I think yeah, the Chiefs' offense probably has played much better than yeah. than they had previously. You know, the, the dropped balls and all that they they probably progressed more, and the Forty ers defense maybe has come back to earth a little bit. How, does the Super Bowl like when when you look at a at a take whether it's Vegas or you know just the, the sports books around? Does Vegas do better or worse than than other games when it when it comes to the Super Bowl? Being as it's only one game, you know it it depends. If the public is so heavy on one side, you know you're going to have the you're going to have the decision you know one way or the other. But you won't. It, there's not as many things to tie up into one game as there would be. You know, when the playoffs start wild card weekend and you have all these games that you can tie up and people love to parlay, so you'll be able to put all those things together, yeah. there would be more of a risk of what you're going to do there and how, you know, if they're betting a future bet, if they're tying something in like that to where the odds are higher. It, it, it would be this one, you know, you're just, there are some things you can do same game parlay, but you're not going to be playing the lottery ticket to, into the Super Bowl. That's one thing that happens. People come up and they want to bet a side and they want to bet their, you know, $11 to win 10 and they, Feel like that? Oh, I'm gonna bet my eleven. I'm gonna bet my ten bucks, and I'm gonna win two hundred and fifty. Doesn't necessarily want that work that way. Well, you uh, you are not old. Not saying that, Hugh, <laughs> but you've seen <laughs> your share of Super Bowls. You've been in Vegas for years. Uh, do you remember another Super Bowl matchup that was like this in terms of um, super? You said it's pretty equal on both sides. And then the the second part of that question is. Do you, what is the Super Bowl that was the most lopsided in terms of public opinion that you can remember? If I can remember, about 2002 when the Rams played the Patriots, it was all Rams all the time, the greatest yeah. show on turf. That's yeah. That was probably the most lopsided I can remember. And the Patriots won outright. I remember it. It was 14-point spread, yep. <laughs> yep. and the Patriots won outright. Yep. I mean, it, it, as I remember, that was probably the most lopsided Again, because the Rams had done what they had done, and and uh, that's probably the most lopsided I can remember. Uh, what about uh, this one? You said it's it's pretty even, uh, both sides. Right, 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 right. Now, I mean, we're probably with yes, very even. I'm <laughs> scary hmm. even, almost identical. Yeah. And then is is there uh, you know with, with with props? You know, obviously, you know, you have all the the side stuff, but how much action comes in? Props versus just you know your standard over under and, and and you know the winner. Oh, much more on over under uh, over under and the winner of the game. Um, you know, there's a few props that I actually you know that I like if I was sitting there saying, hey, yeah, what, what am I going to bet on the on a few of these props? Not none of the outrageous ones that are just you know just out there just for absolute fun and and again play the lottery ticket to see how many you can hit. But uh, you know, but you're going to get much more on the side than you are decide the total and the money line than you would on, on the props. What are a couple of props that you like? Uh, let's see. I, I, Karloftis over a half a sack. Okay. Uh, I think that's pretty good. Uh, um, Butker maybe to make a field goal in both halves. 
What's what do you got to pay for that? That's minus a dollar ten right now. Okay, that's mm-hmm. not bad. And then, uh, then what was the other one? I, I the, the um, what's it called? I had McCaffrey uh, under eighty nine and a half rushing yards. And like I say, it's about it's about uh, mm. it's a minus a dollar nine right now. And let me go back to let's see, uh, Butker it, to make a field goal in both halves is plus two oh five. So you're going to give me two to one to make a field goal in both halves. I think that that's pretty tasty Ooh, there. And yeah. Daddy likes Carloftis with just a sack again over a half plus a dollar twenty. You know, there's some there's some value there. You have to kind of look around for it, but I think that that's value. So you don't think McCaffrey will hit ninety? Uh, no, I don't. I I think it's gonna. It, I think it will be tough. Ninety yards, you figure in a Super Bowl, unless he breaks off a big run, that's tough for anybody to get. How do you sift through all those props? <laughs> I mean, I don't even. A lot of I just don't even start. I just listen to guys like you. Uh, you know what? I will go through them, and there's probably, like I said, there's three of them here that I like, but there's so much that's just just simple craziness when you're trying to sit here and pick through these props. You know, it, it's it's like I, I'm not going to – I would rather try to figure out who's going to win, you know, the side's going to win, or what do you want to play with the total, than I would to get into the minutia that everything is as a player prop or just, just all the ridiculous props that you have. I think it makes it fun for the general public to be down on on the game itself because during this you're going to get everybody from 21 to 105 that wants to bet this game, and that just makes it more interesting because maybe they don't have a preference for the side. The 105 year old guy's seen some Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, he has. Now wait, that's right, he has. What will be your most bet prop at your book? Do you think? Uh, probably it, Mahomes passing yards, Purdy's passing yards. Um, touchdown scores, you know, because you can bet like any any time touchdown yeah. for anybody. Those, <clears throat> excuse me, those those are going to be the ones that are you know are in uh, people will play a lot. McCaffrey to score anytime touchdown, Samuel to score anytime touchdown, uh, Pacheco to score anytime touchdowns. You know, just things like that. Now, Kelsey. How, okay. Oh yeah, Kelsey. Of course, there'll be a million Kelsey bets. Yeah. How, the MVP stuff. And now, if I come in right. and I say I want to bet on the coin toss, how much will you let? I, I, Hugh, I got twenty thousand burning a hole in my pocket. I want to bet it on the coin toss. Would you let me do that? Twenty thousand on the coin toss? Correct. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I'll take that much. I probably would, but yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> well, you it's you. I would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so one one of the things that's different, you know, with the coin toss, you know, you can come the coin toss winner. Who do you think is going to win the coin toss? So it doesn't have to be heads or tails. Oh. It's just who do you think is going to win it? Uh, player to correctly call opening kickoff coin toss. You know, I mean, there are just what if there I want, are Hugh? I want twenty grand on heads. <laughs> okay, you're taking it. Oh, he's it. like, all right, <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, why not? In all honesty, right? It's it you, is gambling. You, it is. It is. Yeah, it's it's it, gambling. Hey, Why look. is that any different than trying to pick a winner? Right? right? For a lot yeah, of people, it's you know, probably better to do that. <laughs> it's it's minus a dollar three each way. So, you know, it's, so you're going to have to lay, you know, the 20,000 that you lay is roughly going to, you know, it'll win you almost even money, just a little less. And hey, you know, it's, it's heads and tails. It's going to be a quick way to see how I can burn through 20K and have a decision right away. Or collect 20K before it even kicks off. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) 
All right. That's right. right. Then, you, then you go live and you bet. Yeah. You bet, bet it all else. Away. Look, yeah. I, I do have a buddy of mine, that, and this is his go-to. He Whatever he's going to gamble, right? Let's see if we're, he's in Vegas or, you know, you're walking through A and A. And he'll do this. Right. If, if, he's, if he says, look, I'm going to gamble a thousand bucks tonight, he'll go play one hand or put it down on one spin of roulette. And his yep. thing is. I, the more I play, better odds. I, I, so he just, yeah, he, he'll just walk through and he'll be like, "Hey, you know what? I'm putting this on black." And he'll put a big, a big hunk down, and it's like one spin, and it's not as fun to, you know, you don't, you don't get to spend hours doing it. But that's he, there's something to to be said for a flip of the coin or, you know, one hand roll of the uh, roll of the die and see what happens. Oh sure, you know you you pick the twin cost, you win your twenty k. Now I got mess around money. Now I can sit here and bet this game however I yeah. want to. I know I I know that I you know you, you know that you've made you can put fifteen thousand in your pocket. You got five thousand dollars to just do whatever the heck you want to. That would be called you know, a quick way to just mess around with money. I That's just it. fun money. Then. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe <laughs> let's, do let's go. It. Take out that kid's college fund and uh, let's make it happen. But that is why, that's why I like sports betting is, you know, if I'm going to bet $1,000 or whatever, that's two right. two hours, three hours. Yeah. I can lose $1,000 on the blackjack table in seconds. <laughs> so at least yeah. in sports, you stretch know, it out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. have a couple free drinks while you're there at you it go. or something. Yeah. Uh, what's, Absolutely. What side are you on, Hugh? What, what what would you do? And I know you're a Chiefs fan, so take take your the Chiefs I, I will I, I will go back to what I said weeks ago and what I have said all the time. If, if you're going to give me Patrick Mahomes and the boys plus two points, got to take it. I'm just I'm going to take it just be, and that again take the fandom out of it. I'm just saying if you give him and two big, you give that team two points, I have to take it. It's not often that you find a team in sports where you, you can say that, something like that, right? Like it does. It's just it's like a blind bet. We, it, you would do it every time they're catching points, and when you lose, if you lose. You don't even mind because you're like, you know what? That was a good. I just yeah. placed a good bet yeah. because I got a guy like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid plus it's all money. You, it's all you can do, right? right? Try to yeah. be on the right side. So I just feel like, yeah, it's pretty rare you get a team like this, and that's why it's weird that they're underdogs. Yeah. But um, I guess a lot of people I mean, you, and and they do. And you know, the thing is, what is it that since Mahomes and Reid have been doing this, and he's been a starter, they're fourteen and three in the playoffs. 14 and three, and you're going to tell me again, you're going to get yeah. two points. Right. I can be absolutely wrong, but that's just, again, take the fandom out of it. Yeah. If it was the other way and you said, well, you could get San Francisco, but I think the game's going to be close. I think, again, I made it mm. pretty much a pick em. And it, 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 I just can't say not, I can't see not taking plus two with Mahomes and the boys. Yeah, sh- should be a good one. Great matchup. Uh, Hugh, thank you so I much so. Uh, for coming on our show this uh, season. We really appreciate it and uh, appreciate your time. You're the man. Absolutely. I I love doing it and uh, hope to do it again next year. You got it. See you, Hugh. See ya. All right. That's Hugh Offill. Hugh betcha. Great place to go, too, if you don't have a place to watch the game. I'm sure they have uh, quite a shindig going on up there. A. We'll be up there for March Madness as well. Yep. All right. More Super Bowl coming up. Um, What makes Kyle Shanahan so good? It is 349 on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, I've got a, uh, well, I mean, it's just a, it's a brief thing, but uh, there was another good Wall Street Journal article. I tell you, if you're a sports fan, you may not care for all the, you know, political coverage or whatever, but yeah. uh, the sports section of the Wall Street Journal is fantastic. Yeah, they do a great job. It's really good. Yeah. Like, there's always, they just, different angles and uh, interesting stories, uh, worth it. Uh, thanks to my friend Drew who gives me his uh, subs- <laughs> there you go. subscription because I'm unwilling to pay whatever it is a dollar ninety nine a year or something. Some of that stuff is really cheap. Yeah, I know. Like the athletic and, and like is is dirt cheap. You know, and it's amazing how people are like, nope, nope, not doing it. Won't do it. Um, but anyway, they had an article on why uh, why Kyle Shanahan is so good, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get to in our next segment. Ha! Oh, look at that! Ha! Look at that tease. But while well, we're we ran long with you, but um. Buck was mentioning to us that Taylor Lewan, the old offensive lineman, mm-hmm. your brethren, yes, is up seven hundred k. He's so if you didn't on the blackjack. See, if you didn't see this the other night, and I don't know if this is the game or if it's just you know this was part of it, but he was playing at a table with Taylor Lewan and Will Compton, the Bustin' with the Boys guys, Bart Stool podcast, um, Jason Kelsey, Burt Kreischer, and Tom Segura. Who's <laughs> the richest guy at that table? Burt probably. Kreischer. Kreischer's got some he's got some coin. I I'm I'm guessing Burt. Did you see what everyone was betting? No, Could but you tell? Yeah, I mean th- there were some serious chips. Jason Kelsey had a hand that um that looked like he needed to win. He <laughs> needed to win. <laughs> like, it was His reaction was yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was tens of thousands of dollars. I mean it was yeah. Fantastic. They they were playing and and I they, love that. They all looked like they were well, yeah. There were some libations going on, and Bert was like in a three-piece suit. Uh, yeah, Bert. You know who loves that? The casino. <laughs> the casino. Yeah. So I guess they're they're saying this according to like like Portnoy that that Luan is doing the the, the old strategy, and it, it works if you have the bankroll to do it. But when you're playing the amount of money they're playing, it's a ballsy proposition. It's that you know whatever your standard bet is. Let's say going, you're going to play a thousand dollars a hand in, in in at blackjack. If you lose, you just have to double your bet. So you, you lose, you know, and then next one's two. You lose that, you have to bet four. You lose that, you have to bet eight. And all you do is win one, and you're back to even. The problem is when you're betting tens of thousands of dollars, that adds up real fast. So, but, but yeah, they're, Portnoy, they're, Portnoy they're, used Compton as, as the example. He said he wants to make ten grand a night. We've been here for three nights. If he wins the first hand for ten grand, he's out. He's yeah, done. He's yeah, done for the night. Yeah. But if he loses, he'll go mm. 20, then he'll go 40, then he'll go mm. 80, until he gets back to even and wins one hand. And then supposedly they're they're walking away, but I guess now, the, what did he start with though? Like how much do you I have to know. have in your pocket? I don't too? know because well, eventually, I mean, they, you there are runs where it's four yeah. or five in a row. Well, and you're and, out of money. Well, if you're well, I mean, you think about it. If you're if you're betting if you're betting ten grand, you know you do start doing some math. Ten okay, to 20, 20, 20 to forty. Twenty forty eighty one sixty. By the way, so Jason a, Kelsey, the best net worth of that table, thirty million. Oh really? What's yeah. Kreischer? Got? It said I, I've, it says Kreischer fourteen million. Really? Yeah, I mean, and maybe that's not updated uh, with so, what he's done in the last year or so. If right. you lose four hands in a row, which is entirely possible. Oh, it's easy. You are now having to bet $160,000. Yep. And in the event you lose that hand. Now you're doubling. So that's 
I now, mean, now you're laying 320. Yep. yep. And if you lose that hand. And so Lawan's going in there like, I'm worth 18 million bucks. Like, I can afford this. So just I let me do know, it. Dude, I think that's a bad way to play. <laughs> of course <laughs> but, it is. <laughs> well, uh, you know, whatever. You have a bunch of drinks. You're with Burt Kreischer. The Lord knows what I would do. I told Suk, I've tried this with roulette. When you walk in and you see a bunch of reds on the board, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm going to bet black. 20 bucks. If it doesn't hit, I'll do it again until it does. Yeah, that cleaned me out pretty quick one time. Well, I bet it's getting good and juicy in Vegas right now. Because oh, yeah. it's Thursday. Most yeah. people are probably, from what I understand, Super Bowl Radio Row really ramped up today with mm-hmm. all the guys coming in for the interviews. Yeah, And, it, it's, and it, I think tonight and then tomorrow. It's going to get nuts. I was listening to NFL radio coming in, and <laughs> literally, I mean, just it's just one after the other of Hall of Famers, and it's it's insane. There's no, uh, all the uh, private parking uh, plane spaces at the airport are all booked up. You can't you can't fly a private plane in right now. Really? Yeah, you're going to have to go find somewhere else and, and, and fly it in. They're all taken up. People are land- saying that could be a problem for T. Swift coming in from Tokyo. T. Swift that, that, uh, ah. She's going to have to go to airfield further away. Ah. Something tells me that T. Swift no will find They make a spot a for her. That's yeah. right. Kick, uh, who, let's find, who has a private plane that's borderline? Probably Burt Kreischer. They're like, hey, Burt, get your ass out of here. Well, I saw, like, like Mama Kelsey. Can I just... It bothered me when when Mama uh, McCaffrey did the, oh, I'm just going to be sitting in the sands because we can't afford a suite. And then McCaffrey's girlfriend ponied up and bought one for like two and a half million bucks. She uh, went as far as to say, Moneybags Christian dude, doesn't have it, nor does Moneybags dude, Olivia. Don't tell your mom to pound <laughs> sand. Oh my God. Oh, you have to watch the Super Bowl from the stands like a peasant. By the way, get in price, eight grand right now. Oh, that's lower than I would have thought. Eight. <laughs> That's lower? Yeah. The get-in price? Mm-hmm. 8000 bucks for a single ticket. Yeah, dude, it's in Vegas. And <laughs> I was I was looking at some, like, weeks ago we talked about this. I was looking at some of the numbers, and I think get-in was, like, 15. Um, so it's going down. <laughs> I guess Wait till w- game time. You can get in for five grand. <laughs> Darren Ravel was, like, eight grand, and he said it's not going down. Um, that was his tweet today. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Bruce Falange, a.k.a. Kelsey's mom, look it up. It's frightening. She was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to be watching it from the, the suite. Because, again, she brought up the cost. You, you, your son's dating the most famous woman in the world. They but give but, her, like... Is, and you have two sons who are like... She doesn't sit in the chief suite? Apparently, that's... She She was making statements about how, again, much like McCaffrey's mom, she's probably trolling like McCaffrey's mom to try to get one of her cheap-ass sons or the super-rich girlfriend to buy a suite. Come on, Bruce. I always thought those... They didn't pay, you know. They're, oh, at the Super Bowl, you pay. At the Super, they're Bowl. not giving those away. But the Chiefs so have. I think there's a, only like 32 of them, and you've got all the corporate sponsors. So they're not. Yeah, but don't the not. Chiefs have a suite? Yeah, but I'm. I. I, I your, your mom. The Chiefs are making like the Hunt Travis family, Kelsey's mom. The Hunt family. Maybe yes. they're not going to just have like yeah. that whole entourage in there. Yeah. But I'm sure that I'm sure that the, yeah. the owner. I'm sure the owner has one. But yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he could invite them, but he probably didn't, and so that's why she's complaining. Well, the limited number of people, and you know. <laughs> He doesn't want to sit with that. He doesn't want that circus around. I wouldn't. Not his monkey, not his circus. I wouldn't either. No, man. Like when you want to buy Super Bowl tickets, you got to pony up. You get so many for free, but after that, you got to pay. And you know, but the the players have to pay. Like it's a big deal when when we were going at Tampa. uh, All those players are fighting all the idiots like me to try to give them tickets. I mean, it's a it's a it's a whole deal. Like I remember Warren Sapp trying to come up with like forty tickets to that game. I mean, you're spending. Thousands upon thousands of dollars. It, you, those players lose money on the Super Bowl trying to come up with that uh, that amount of ticks. 
Well, I just thought, you know, with the Taylor Swift thing and Kelsey, yeah. I don't know. I guess I just never thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, they don't just give it. The old lady has to pay. No one in the NFL is going, yeah, I know uh, Taylor Swift, uh, you're kind of a big deal, so here's a suite. No, no. They're like, would you like to buy one? But they're not They're not giving her squat. Sure, what's the price? <laughs> $70 million? <laughs> Done. So you said that, wait, real quick, I know we had to go. Yeah. But Christian McCaffrey... Christian McCaffrey's mom was bitching, was complaining about the prices of the suites. Yes, and that said it my, couldn't even be afforded by Moneybags Christian or his wife Moneybags Olivia. And so then, and who's his wife? Uh, Miss Universe Olivia Colpo. Yeah, and so they bought one to tell I, her to yes, shut up. I guess Olivia so. Colpo supposedly surprised Christian's mom with uh, with a suite for you know her birthday or whatever. Which again? Well, she better appreciate that. I'll tell you what, man. I I would tell tell the parent uh, to get to get lost. You're sitting there complaining about not having a suite at the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know that I tell them to get lost. I'd let them complain and just roll my eyes, but I certainly wouldn't buy one for them. It's ridiculous. Well, it sounds like she's only worth about seven million bucks. So, oh. it's not just a drop in the bucket for her. Christian, on the other hand, what's he worth? He's making eleven million a year. He's not making. Still. He's not making eleven million. He's bringing home about five and a right. half. And yeah. two million. I mean, that's a lot. Of, exactly. Did you say two million dollars? It's, it's two and a half million for a suite. So who gets all this money? Is it just the NFL? Uh, they, or the stadium or the Raiders? I don't know how it all gets divvied up. I think it may just go into the one the the one pot and the and Raiders it's a percentage. It's a percentage, but yeah, I but mean, the teams get teams. I'm sure that I'm sure the revenue sharing and all that, but you know. You think thirty-two suites, two and a half million, and by the way, that's just. For, I'm, I'm guessing some of those are more expensive. Do our Seahawks get any money from the Super Bowl? You probably get it. I, I can look that up, but I'm guessing that goes into a pot. The Raiders can't get all of the money. All right, we got to run. Uh, up next, what makes Kyle Shanahan so good? Four hundred three on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.